I Tell Stories is brought to you by Somewhere, Cannabis Dispensary, Portland, Oregon, Illock Supply, and people like you. It was all I could think about. Bottles of rum, we drinking now. Get off my stool, I'm thinking how. My brethren next to me sinking scowls. Pass that shit with a winking smile. Marijuana, you stinking pal. Muskets and sabers could drink the now. Background piano with a blinking style. Friends with Benjamin, but we some veterans. And if you got a scheme, we consider it. After them pieces, after them dividends. Trying to rise from the seasons we living in. Traveler, what are you doing in these parts? Have you seen any robbers, thieves, maybe some wild boar for dinner? Mmm, boar. <laughs> All right, sounds good. Sounds good. Back in the day, that might have been some things you would have to worry about. I'm assuming if you were trouncing around in, uh, say, Sherwood Forest or anything of that kind, right? Wouldn't you think uh, anything else you could think of? Um, just that I'd wish Model 21 Glocks were around back then if I was having to. Yeah. <laughs> Deal with the thuggery and the, all the craziness. Well, I'm just not handy with a bow, so. Oh, oh. Not if you, well, if you're one of Robin, Robin Hood's merry men, you would, uh, you would have to pick up the bow and play it as if you were playing the harp with beautiful accuracy. <laughs> Right? They could have thought of a little more intimidating name for a gang too than the Merry Men, but hey, you know. Well, you know, drink and be merry and all that stuff. And all uh, these uh, things. Very friendly, friendly bunch of I mean, gents. I'm in a good mood, but I'd never be like, I'm merry, but I'm also not from 1300s England or whatever. Yeah, that's a very valid point, Owen. See, <laughs> now that we're putting this all in perspective for people, did you know that Robin Hood was that old? The tale was at least from the 1300s. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, it's pretty old. I mean, well, you know, when I think of Robin Hood, I think of a fox. I don't know about you, but that's kind of where I'm at with things. That's our era. Absolutely. I was going to say, I didn't know Disney was around in the 1300s in England. Right. That's, yeah. yeah. I don't think it got Disneyfied for quite a while, my <laughs> friend. As I've uh, learned in my journey, uh, we're going to explore some Robin Hood tales, I feel. Or just, I kind of want to just, like, there's so much out there on him, to be totally honest with you, that, um, you know, I was having one of these, like, things like, should I focus on one thing, all things, what am I going to do? So I'm just going to shoot from the hip on what I learned, and we're going to give a brief overview of uh, Robin Hood. And I'm not sure if they wore tights back then. I don't think they had nylon. What do you think? Um, I think if Mel Brooks says so, I'm going with Mel. But yeah. you know, once again, yeah. that's, that's my biggest knowledge of anything to do with Robin Hood is the Disney deal and uh, right. Mel Brooks's timeless classic, Robin Hood Men in Tights. Well, yeah, which actually had uh, Dave Chappelle in it. Most people probably don't. Yeah, know. yeah, yeah. Before he was famous, really, he's also on uh, at least an episode of Home Improvement. That's crazy, dude. Yeah, and Brewer and uh, yeah, Dave Chappelle. You know, probably four years before Half Baked came out, or uh, home, run Home Improvement. Huh? I'll be goddamned. Yeah, I mean, geez. <laughs> yeah, you, you never know. And you know, the funny thing about Dave Chappelle is, is I remember that movie. I loved his character in that movie. Oh you know? yeah. I didn't even know who he was. Had no clue. No. 
Yeah. No, not at all. Pretty weird. Well, anyway, so. Memorable. Yeah, exactly. So uh, here, here's something we have established, people, is that it was um, most likely they didn't wear tights. Okay, back then. <laughs> That's a plus. Right. All right. Anyway, so Robin Hood and his merry man, you know, they're a well-known part of our popular culture here in the U.S., but in the U.K., they're very, it's a very deep-rooted folklore, you know. Uh, they have a lot of folklore over there. I mean, they, it's, they've been around. We're new. They're not. That's how that goes, you know. So every forest has a ghost, I'm telling you. That's just, you look into it. Um, but Robin Hood, you know, he's famously known for uh, stealing from the rich and giving to the poor. Um, the story is set in uh, England. The one we know is set in England uh, during the reign of uh, King Richard the Lionheart. And so in this uh, setting, uh, Robin Hood's adventures are, you know, he thwarts the Sheriff of Nottingham uh, and uh, tries to get, uh, get a piece of pe- uh, Maid Marian, right? <laughs> that's, that's the main thing with all the, the hands clucking around and such, and badminton being shot over the thing, and little kids helping hook him up, right? I, I, <laughs> yeah. I think that's how that goes. I don't know. Anyway, so just to set this a bit, Richard the Lionheart was born in 1157. So the story is even set further back than the first writings, you know, which whatever. He ruled England from uh, 1189 until his death in 1199. Now, King Richard uh, the Lionheart was uh, known for his bravery and being, uh, you know, all chivalric and all these things, which is a bunch of bullshit, right? And uh, But he was also just known for being super ruthless you know and it doesn't surprise me as his big deal was the crusades like he didn't really care to rule england he uh cared to go over there and kill muslims for whatever reason right because god because god famous words why because god god willing um he famously ordered the execution actually of thousands of muslim prisoners after the uh taking the city of Accra during the crusades so these are civilians and this is the guy that robin hood's you know, fighting for, I guess, because he's, yeah, think about that. Well, uh, yeah, he's much more ruthless and had a much cooler nickname than his cousin Prince Willie Bitchtits. Yes. But, yeah. Still not a good guy. Stricken from the record. Yes. He was uh, cousins that were uh, married to other cousins, and he had a tail. Um, <laughs> that that actually happened. There was a king of Spain um, during kind of the... Yeah, the Golden Age of Sail, I guess. And uh, he actually um, was rumored to have had a tail. And, uh, yeah, he was pretty... Uh, he was basically... He would be, he would have been in, uh, confined to a wheelchair, but he was he was king of Spain, rich, uh, richest country in the world at the time. <laughs> anyway. Um, so, anyway, this this King Richard guy, he, he's an asshole, all right? I don't, I don't care. It's whatever, right? He's a... He's a He's a king. They're typically assholes. Um, the earliest ballads of Robin Hood uh, were focused on his exploits as more of an outlaw who uh, robbed from the rich and gave to the poor. Not really so much of any love interests. Um, but then in the earlier tales, he was uh, actually kind of portrayed as like more of a violent bandit. Uh, the hero thing, not really there at all. Just kind of like robbing from rich dudes, you know, just fighting, fight the power, I think. I don't think he was giving so much to the poor. Or maybe he was just an asshole, too, and... You know, a, a Robin Hood, you know, was somebody who robbed <laughs> robbed you in Sherwood. Robin Hood in Sherwood, right? All right. So some of these old ones are pretty crazy. Um, there's one, the, the famous one is uh, with Robin Hood and Guy Gisborne. And um, in this one, it's it's actually kind of the, it's, I think it's like really the first actual ballad of Robin Hood, okay? And um, in this tale, Robin Hood and Guy Gisborne, um, 
guy Gisborne is sent by the sheriff of Nottingham to go collect Robin Hood's head. You know, and in return, he's going to turn a guy from a Yao man, which is kind of like a free peasant, you know. Um, they can own their own land, such like that. So they're they're not nobles, but they're not serfs, I guess, right? So anyway, the Yao men are like that. Anyway, and a guy is sent by the sheriff of Nottingham. And if he comes back with Robin Hood's head, then he can become a knight, which would make him a noble and he'd have land and all these things. So he's on his way in Sherwood to go collect Robin Hood's head, runs into Robin Hood. And uh, by the way, guy, pretty big guy, um, is uh, wearing a skinned horse. So he has a horse's head on as his uh, outfit and um, he's wearing a horse hide, I guess. <laughs> so I think his mom should have bought him more stuffed animals. Yeah, something. Or something. That sounds... Yeah. yeah, it sounds pretty terrifying. So this is the guy Robin Hood's fighting. It sounds like some sort of weird horror movie. Uh, but anyway, he uh, at the end of the story, Robin Hood is victorious. And uh, instead of uh, Guy Gisborne cutting off Robin Hood's head, Robin Hood is actually so furious. And this is very out of character for the stories that we know today. But Robin Hood is so furious that another Yaoman would betray his people and the serfs by uh, working for the sheriff in order to become a noble. That he's so upset that he actually disfigures Guy's face beyond recognition. And in the ballad, there's blood flying everywhere kind of thing. You know what I mean? And uh, cuts his head off, puts on the horse outfit, apparently, and rides up into Nottingham with uh, Guy Gisborne's head. So We can just hope he didn't go Edmund Kemper on said head. But uh, anyway. Well, Man, did you really have to say it that way? <laughs> oh, shit. I just watched that okay. Mindhunter episode not that long ago. All right. Yeah, yeah. it's fine. Yeah, dude, that's Mindhunter's a great show, by the way. But back to Robin Hood, my friend. He's um, not on that show. No, Robin Hood is not on that show. So Sadly. Yeah, right, I guess. And uh, But it's pretty... Uh, pretty crazy mutilates the hell out of him that's a that's a big deal you know and then also like some of so back in this story you know it's just robin hood and the merry men like little john's mentioned i do know that much i didn't uh, get much further into that at this moment but anyway that's how that is um but later on you know you get your your friar tuck which is first mentioned in the 15th century in a ballad called the curtail friar i believe and um it portrays him as kind of a stout stout uh, jolly friar you know he's a kind of a drunk from what i understand and uh you know the, uh, in the story i don't believe they get along at first and then they become pretty good friends and there's your friar tuck in the 15th century now maid marion uh, apparently she wasn't really in anything you know so it's kind of hard to pin down things and uh, the only thing that i seen was they say she kind of appeared in some 16th uh, century plays you know she just wasn't much of anything but it is believed that she's inspired by the medieval uh, legend of the may queen um, and or the goddess of the hunt which is very interesting and we're probably going to get into some stuff around the hunt another time right yeah all right so um then and then you know like uh that's when she becomes uh sort of robin hood's love interest you know so that becomes a thing with all the kids and the badminton and the hens clucking and, uh, you know, all the cute stuff that we know with the fox. Uh, I think. I feel like that's what they were going for, and that's why she was brought in back then. Disney, um, Disney had some people back then secretly working. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, any thoughts on that, I guess? Like how it was just kind of added in later on. It's sort of just a story that's developing, I guess. I mean, that seems to be 
most every bit of folklore evolves or I don't know if that's the right word changes yeah um, and I think a lot of it probably started with something real mm -hmm. that may have just been slightly exaggerated and then just as it goes on and on it right um, most often becomes more more and more yeah just uh, becomes... outrageous I guess I mean just <laughs> it is it's something that's supposed to be bigger than life almost right you know, like with Malverde it's all the stuff that they're yeah they're asking like for him to protect them from everything just ruckus yeah, <laughs> yeah. they believe in it so well um folklore t you know comes from you know places you know we, we we develop these stories probably to take us away from some bad stuff that's going on at times and um, yeah. You know, it's just what it is. Everybody needs a hero and everybody gets desperate, you know, and that's what it that's part of why this stuff kind of happens. And then, you know, it evolves to our needs over time. Like we don't really need a Robin Hood here in America in a way we do, actually. But like, um, you know, we're pretty content, you know, because we're a rich country, but not unlike other ones, but we're pretty good off, pretty well off here. So, you know, it, it, we, we, we see it as this like fairy tale now whereas maybe in other places it was more of a cautionary tale or uh yeah you know come it comes from oppression and weird things of that nature so it evolves over time with the needs of the, the society it's being told in right yeah all right yeah good point and there's probably a lot of people who wanted to go rob all the rich folks oh my god knew yeah. it wouldn't wouldn't work out yeah um, so this kind of gave them an escape of fantasy of sorts to Right. Um, no, totally. And I mean, it's very okay. And I mean, uh, America, guys, us Americans as a country, we're not quite there yet. We do have some areas that are starting to become a bit mythical to us. And over time, that's going to develop. And I don't know how it will develop being as we're, you know, more advanced than, you know, you know, society, the world's just more advanced than it was back then. So anyway. Fun, fun stuff to come here, guys. I mean, like, Robin Hood's story, it has, like, such deep roots in English history. And that's kind of why I love that we talked about that real quick. That his name can be found all over the English map. Like, and literally, there's tons of examples. Here's a few. Um, such as Robin Hood's Cave and Robin Hood's Stoop in Derbyshire right? I don't know. Go check it out, Derbyshire. Robin Hood's Well in Barnsdale Forest, right? And uh, Robin Hood's Bay in Yorkshire. Okay, those are a couple examples of the things, but these things are literally littered all over uh, England. So it's a pretty big deal over there. It's very ingrained and people probably take it relatively seriously and joking at the same time. And uh, over time, the figure of Robin Hood has changed and evolved and, you know, pretty much he's a little bit unrecognizable as what we know now today from what he used to be as the guy cutting off heads, right? So <laughs> that's a thing. And then uh, did you ever think maybe, you know, we were just kind of touching on that. Do you think that there might be a real just specific guy that Robin Hood, um, you know, this story comes from? Or do you think it's a combination? Yeah, I would think much like Malverde, again, they said was most likely actually two different bandits that were... right. I believe that. You know, just together created. So, yeah, I would think that there was some some semblance of um, a real 
real dude there. Yeah, yeah. real gang of these, or, you know, band of merry yes. men, whatever. <laughs> there probably was a leader, and who knows, you know, the names change and everything. But um, yeah, yeah, I think it probably comes from right. Okay, some reality. See, that's so. the thing. So yeah, Robin Hood. Um, you know, there's a couple different guys and people that claim the area, but I think that your theory is right. I think it really just comes from like you know random thugs in the forest all the time and then just you know some stories maybe or it was a slang term for robbers in the forest i don't know because they wore hoods i don't know um but oh. yeah so there's like uh, the robin hood of wakefield is a guy supposedly and uh this is a legendary figure who is said to have lived in the 14th century and was known for his skill as an archer and his defense of the poor However, there's little concrete evidence to support his existence, and he's believed to be a fictional character. So that's one person that they kind of think may or may not be. And then there's another guy named Robert Hood. This is a name that appears in several several historical documents from the late 13th century, including a legal record from 1225 that mentions a Robertus Hod who was accused of theft. However, it's unclear whether this Robert Hood is the same person as the legendary Robin Hood, right? Uh, and then uh, another well, one, yeah, it's kind of weird. I, I got two more for you, actually. And uh, Roger Godbeard, this guy, or Godbird, I'm not sure. This is a historical figure who lived in the 13th century and was known for his defiance of the authorities and his support for the poor, which is pretty cool, right? All right. So there's some evidence to this one, but nothing concrete, they say, on this uh, Roger Godbird, or however you say it. It's G-O-D-B-E-R-D. I just, um, I'm, I'm, I'm unsure, I guess. Um, and then the last one is a guy named Folk Fitzwarren. So, all right. Uh, th- this guy's name does not sound like Robin Hood for once. Um, <laughs> <laughs> his, uh, his, What's up, Folk? Yeah, what up? What up, folk? Yo, dang. Huh. This is a historical figure who lived in the 12th century and was known for his rebelliousness and his uh, reputation as an outlaw. Some historians have suggested that he may have served as a model for the character Robin Hood. Man, all right. So, what up, folk? Fitzwarren. All right, so there's two, like, kind of legit-sounding dudes, and the other guys are pretty stretchy there, I think. They're a bit stretch-arm-strong for my taste. But it's like Gumby. Yeah, but um, I don't think that uh, you know. I, I think I think the uh, just inspired by just cultural problems over time is probably a better thing. Uh, Robin Hood is um, typically an alias for outlaws. Apparently, see, this is a note I had, so I think we were onto something there. We discover things as we read, guys. You know, I have notes. Owen has notes, but we really just kind of we did learn about this, and we're just going about it. There's no. No rhyme or reason, but there's some, there is some, I guess. I don't know. Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, all these things, they just kind of like grew out of, you know, whatever from oral tradition is what I get out of it. And uh, became uh, ballads and then uh, poetry. And then it just was, you know, something that like. Not only, you know, I'm sure it's Romanian folklore or like any of that stuff over there, like the Baba Yaga and all that stuff. I'm sure that all came about very similar ways. And that stuff's some strange stuff. Like, I mean, not like knocking it or anything. I'm just saying that like they come up with some shit, man. Like, you know what I'm saying? So Robin Hood, you know, not too much of a stretch. Uh, From what I've been reading and learning about the English people, and this isn't a knock at anybody, but you guys aren't the most, like, creative at times. You know, that's why everything was Shire, or it's always named after a king. Nobody really cared to to give it a shot. (laughs) 
And then we didn't really care when we, you know, everybody was over here. Either. Knew this, knew that, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Or Georgetown, <laughs> right? All yeah. that kind of stuff. Um, so anyway, the one thing at the end of this is uh, one of the oldest known written ballads about Robin Hood was uh, Robin Hood and the guy story. It's uh, And then there's Robin Hood and the monk. And that's like, so to me, I guess I... If I'm gonna, I'm just trying to think of an era that where I'm gonna be like, dang, this is when it really started, and I'm just gonna say 15th century is when I say Robin Hood starts, and he landed here somehow as a fox, as Kevin Costner, and as Russell Crowe recently. Oh, dang. Well, as of like 2010, I don't know when that movie was, but I don't know if it's good either. Yeah. <laughs> so, but man, bro, I, uh, I feel like, um, I feel like we touched on um, Robin Hood. Yeah, for sure. That was cool. You uh, kicked a lot of knowledge I had no idea about. Especially oh. <laughs> cutting his head off, pulling his head off. and Right. Just, yeah, disfiguring the already yeah. severed head. Good times. I know. Yeah, it, yeah. That that ballad reminded me of an, uh, an Apocalypse Pit song of sorts. But, Fucking hell. Yeah. Sick. Anyway, so any anything to follow up on that, or just kind of like, dang, Robin Hood, I'm I'm never gonna look at you the same way. No, but it does inspire me to watch the the Mel Brooks movie and oh, any anything Mel Brooks is involved with. Right. Oh so. my. I'm gonna go ahead and plug some Mel Brooks because he is uh, one of my favorite Jewish people out there, and. Uh, Mel Brooks uh, has a thing that he did with Dave Kroll, and it's another history of the world, and it's exclusive on Hulu, and I have not watched it yet. And uh, oh, that's right, I haven't either. Yeah, so I don't know, bro, but that's something I'm going to be doing, and I encourage everybody out there to check it out. Indeed. Yeah. So, hey guys, I hope you had a, a fun, fun, uh, merry time listening to our our things on Robin Hood, and I think I was pretty long-winded on this one, but. It was kind of, um, we wanted to do this one because uh, um, Owen had done the Jesus Malverde. And, uh, you know, it just ran together. And um, we probably will drop these within the same week. So, whenever that is, you're going to get your normal episode Monday, whichever one it is. And there you are. Whatever passes for normal around these parts. (laughs) Thank you. Everybody have a good one. (laughs) Much love, everybody. Ronnie, Ronnie, Kazi, Kaz, the loves of my life. Part of the reason young Uni Mac breathe on the mic. Kaz was born on Halloween. I said, damn, you look like your big sister. When I'm gone, I miss you. Please do recite the Fatia daily, cause we know what it's like. To be lost and confused, don't wanna stray from the light. Watch your health, don't get caught up in your wealth, cause it's like, that's not why we're here. All the signs is clear. Words of divine to my princess and my empress. Tell them to be fine and never to be tempted by the turmoils in life. Your father had to live it A moment in my time You wouldn't want to visit Some people never see the light of slime Just miss them My father going all the time He thirsty for his wisdom Caught up in this rap Sometimes that's all I have to give him I don't know when I'll return I'm just trying to earn a living What's up? What's you in your career? And when we come back home Will you be there? Where did you go? Seems like forever since you've been gone Come back home 
know you stoned, you know you wrong. This can't be right, this can't be right, this can't be right.